The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Race. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Race for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using the promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. Just in time for the summer, the SGPN store has a new line of mesh shorts. Use the promo code SHORTS at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com for 10% off. That's the promo code SHORTS at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com for 10% off. You are listening to the one and only EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network as well. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And also you can follow me on my other Twitter account where I tweet about all sports. That is at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. The P&L for the month of April has now been posted. So make sure you check out the pinned tweets at LockBettingCom, the Twitter account. So moving on with this edition of the EPL show, we have reached match day 36 and there is lots to play for at both ends of the table. The relegation race is fascinating. Have Everton picked up the win that sees them out of relegation trouble, especially when you're looking at the two fixtures that Everton finished with. They could potentially, in my opinion, pick up four points from those games. Are they safe? Is it now a straight shootout between Leeds and Leicester and Nottingham Forest for two out of the three remaining relegations positions or are Everton still in it? I would assume at this point, everybody else, when you're looking at the likes of West Ham United and Bournemouth and Wolves, they are all safe. Southampton are down. So it is really down to those final two places. And in my opinion, it is down to still four teams because Everton have shown how inconsistent they can be this season. They have gone and lost at home to Fulham, a Fulham team that have had nothing left to play for and um, still seem to be putting it in here in the final weeks of the season. The relegation odds see Southampton as the one to five, one to 500 favourites to go down with Leeds at one to two minus 200. Leicester City at... 8 to 13, Nottingham Forest at 11 to 8, and Everton are now out to 7 to 2, meaning that the bookies agree that they are safe with them, and the bookies agree with many pundits who have been saying that Everton now will stay up as a result of their 5 win against Brighton. But I would not count anything out at this point in time. But what I will say is the 6 to 1 player gave out on the relegation treble with Leeds, Leicester, 
and Southampton is looking very, very good after just one round of games since I talked about it on the last show. So hopefully you guys did catch that relegation special and had a little sprinkle on that 6-1 to play because it's incredible how Leicester's price swung so drastically after losing 5-3 to Fulham. And of course, other results um, went against them as well where they were at 5-2 to two, and now they're around about 8-13. to 13. In fact, 1-2 to two in some places, 1-2 to two minus 200 to be relegated from the EPL. So before we talk about our first game, which actually does involve one of those relegation teams, Leeds are hosting Newcastle. Newcastle themselves are trying to cling on to the top four with Liverpool chasing behind Newcastle and Manchester United at the moment. Let me quickly take a time out to tell you guys about Shady Rays. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they've told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And if you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well. We're shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand and over here to the UK. So my pair of Shady Rays are on the way and I will give you a further assessment once they arrive. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to sportsgownandpodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win $500 in the Shady May contest. Let me also tell you about SGPN Shorts. You already got your shades and now it's time to get a great pair of mesh shorts for the summer. Again, these are on the way to me as well. SGPN has just dropped a new line of mesh shorts, perfect for any summer activity. Head over to sports, sorry, head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use the code shorts for 10% off. So I'm looking forward to playing tennis this summer in my mesh shorts. I could not play tennis last year. I was still recovering from my broken leg. So I'm very much looking forward to um, putting the tennis racket back in my hands, putting my mesh shorts on and going to play tennis. Also looking forward to to covering tennis this summer as well with the, um, the French Open and Wimbledon occupying us whilst we have no soccer until, of course, we have the, the Women's World Cup, which we will be covering here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast with the official players going out over at Lock Betting. So, uh, yeah, make sure you head over to uh, SGPN Short Head over to sports store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Use the code SHORTS in case you don't know how to spell that. That's S H O R T S for 10% off. So let's move on to our first game, and it does involve Sam Allardyce's leads desperately trying to stay in the EPL. Allardyce looking to pull off another relegation miracle. Leeds here are the 19 to 5 underdogs. It's 16 to 5 here on the draw, and it's 8 to 13 here on Newcastle. Despite the fact we do have that 6 to 1, um, that 6 to 1 play that we gave out on the last show, that 6 to 1 sprinkle, I am still pulling for Leeds here because I'm worried 
about Manchester United. And if we are caught by Liverpool, I would like Liverpool to also catch Newcastle. So I'd like to see Newcastle dropping some points as well. We actually don't have a game as difficult as this in our running. We do travel away to Bournemouth, but Bournemouth are already saved, so they won't be as motivated as Leeds. I would not want to be playing Leeds managed by Sam Allardyce at this stage of the season. But I cannot back Leeds as an underdog. But I also can't back Newcastle because they're playing against Leeds. So it's very difficult to find a side to to play here. But it's easy to find a play. And I'm going to go with both teams to score here in this game. Newcastle come into this one, despite having a solid defence all season, they've only kept one clean sheet in the last 14 league games, although they have won four of the last five. And both teams to score has been a winning play in each of Leeds' last 10 matches. So I see absolutely no reason to move on from that. I would like to see Leeds showing up in this game. A draw would be perfect because it doesn't really help Leeds too much for the um, for relegation survival and therefore when we're um, when we're looking at a six to one play we gave it on the last show plus futures that are pending as well over at um, lockbetting.com this is the month where futures get cashed from um, what we gave out in August and at the moment we are relying on um, Nottingham Forest to stay up Southampton to go down looks like an absolute lock and shoe in and Everton to stay up as well so we would want Leeds and Leicester to go down plus what we said on the last show so a draw here wouldn't really help Leeds and it wouldn't help Newcastle really either so I'll be rooting for that draw I wouldn't be that displeased if Leeds win though because I do think this will really be the, the only game that they do win from the rest of their running because despite the fact they do have Big Sam it is tough for them but BTTS will be my main scoreline here we're riding strong data we're riding the fact that Newcastle have been conceding more goals than they were at the start of the season having only kept one clean, sh- one clean sheet in the last 14 league matches and with BTTS cashing in each of Leeds' last 10 matches we'll go for 11 in a row here and we'll take the price of 4-6 to six, minus 150 here for that selection up next we move on to the three o'clock kickoffs where we have Aston Villa at home to Tottenham Aston Villa are the 13 to 10 favourites 13 to 5 on the draw and Tottenham here the 2 to 1 underdogs this is the Europa Conference League playoff this one Um, this is really as high as these two teams can go this season I don't think that Tottenham are serious contenders for the Europa League at the moment with me expecting Liverpool to win out and putting serious pressure on Newcastle and Manchester United so This is really going to be it for both of these two teams. And I would lean Aston Villa to get the win here. Aston Villa have won their last five home games. And Spurs are winless in seven of their last eight away from home. They're terrible travellers. And therefore, I am interested in taking Aston Villa to get the win. Aston Villa coming to this one, having won eight of the last 12 matches overall. And... um, this could be a game that features goals as well, with six of Tottenham's last eight Premier League games seeing both teams score and seven of Tottenham's last nine games featuring three goals or more. Tottenham have serious defensive issues, although last time they did keep a clean sheet. Prior to that, they were conceding at will. When you look at their results against Liverpool, where they conceded those three goals, the two goals against Manchester United, the drubbing away to Newcastle. So I don't think their defensive issues have been sorted out just because they kept a clean sheet against the Crystal Palace team who are already safe this season. So there could be goals in this game, but ultimately... I lean Aston Villa to pick up a win here and and essentially this would end Tottenham's season if they end up losing this with what is a 
six-pointer in a way, but only for Europa Conference League football. And I'm not even sure that Tottenham supporters want that. I'm sure they'd rather not have any European football come into the season with a new manager looking for a a fresh start and looking to challenge for the Champions League places because realistically, that's all Tottenham can really do. They'll probably be in a hunt for all trophies at the start of the season on paper, but we know Tottenham don't win trophies, so we can probably disregard that as well. My selection here will be to take Aston Villa as a pick in the draw no bet market because you can get your money back if that is a draw. And taking that instead of the money line, you do have to lay more juice at 7-10. to 10, But I do think it's a safer way to go here for this one. Up next, we move on to our next 3 o'clock kickoff. It's Chelsea at home to Nottingham Forest. Well, Chelsea, off the back of that win away to Bournemouth, have now been upgraded considerably. They are one to two favourites here to beat a Forest team who are desperate to stay in the EPL. It's ten to three on the draw, and it's twenty-one to four here on Nottingham Forest. I think this is a bit of a steep upgrade here for Chelsea. I do think that they'll win the game, but I'm definitely not looking to take them here at one to two minus two hundred. I think Nottingham Forest could score in this game, and therefore Chelsea and BTTS is a huge price. At 11 to 4, so nearly 3 to 1 plus 300 there. Nottingham Forest are terrible away from home, which is why I can't take them, even though they're only playing Chelsea. They've picked up only six of their 33 points away from home so far this season. They've lost each of the last seven away games. Chelsea picked up a win and they can make it back to back here, although I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet. Nottingham Forest should be able to score against this Chelsea defence. Forest have netted nine in nine of their last 11 games. But they have, as I said, lost in each of the last seven, despite scoring in four of the last five away defeats. So we do have some decent data here for the selection. A big plus money selection here, because as I said, I'm not taking Chelsea on the money line at one to two minus 200 off the back of just winning one game away to Bournemouth. Up next, we look at a game here between Crystal Palace and Bournemouth, where Palace are the 10 to 11 favourites. It's 11 to four on the draw and it's three to one here on Bournemouth. Two teams who have been in very good form to get themselves out of relegation trouble. They now are probably on the beach. Therefore, I lean towards the home team, but my strongest play here would be on the goals. I think we'll see a free scoring game here. I think we'll see kind of a friendly atmosphere. Bournemouth, they're going to stay up. They don't really care about this game. Crystal Palace, they'll probably put out more of an effort because they're in front of their home supporters. But I think defence will go out of the window here. No need to be tight and cagey. I see a wide open game and therefore I'm going to back over two and a half goals in this one. It's actually played. It's cashed in four Bournemouth's last five matches. And um, they also have defensive issues coming into this one off the back of conceding three goals against Chelsea last week. They're Therefore, I think over two and a half goals could be a way to go considering it has happened in four of the last five games to involve Bournemouth. Bournemouth have actually won four of the last six games, which is why they're safe. But only Brentford have drawn more of their home games than Crystal Palace this season. So we have lots of uh, contrasting data there. We have data that tells you that Bournemouth are in a good run. That's got them out of relegation trouble. You have data that tells you Palace are on a good run. You've got data there that tells you that Palace draw a lot of games, much like Brentford. Uh, but you also tell you that Bournemouth are on the beach. The gut tells you that Bournemouth are on the beach and that Crystal Palace will put out a bigger effort because they're in front of their home supporters. So lots of different factors here. I think the safest way to play this would be to take the goals and I'll take over two and a half here at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. 
The Man United Wolves game is next on my list, but all Manchester United games are covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. So the final game we cover here on Saturday is Southampton at home to Fulham. A bit of an irrelevant one in my opinion because Southampton are down. Fulham have had nothing to play for for a while. Southampton are the 2-1 home dogs. It's 12-5 on the draw and it's 6-4 here on Fulham. Southampton's season essentially ended for me when they um, ended up losing that South Coast derby to Bournemouth. Since then, there really has been nothing to play for. Therefore, it's probably worth taking Fulham to win the game. I'll take Fulham in the draw-no-bet market, which is available at 5-6 minus 120. This is a fade against Southampton. have only won twice in their last 17 attempts, losing losing on 12 occasions. And Fulham could inflict relegation on them here if they beat them at St Mary's. The Cottages have a good record against the division's lesser teams. And uh, Alexander Mitrovic, returns from this game and Fulham have shown no signs of being on the beach despite the fact that most teams in their position usually are they've continued to fight week in week out which is unfortunate for us because we have been betting against them we've had to sweat out some selections we have been able to make more money on that than we've lost but um, obviously we lost the selection where we thought that um, Everton would beat Fulham but since then we're able to cash a play with Fulham losing away to Aston Villa which was uh, going to be a lock on the show. I think we changed it to something else. We changed it to Manchester City minus 0.75 against Arsenal, which won anyway. But ultimately, that was a play for my clients over at lockbetting.com. So we have made decent money fading Fulham, but it's not been in a convincing way. It's not been 3 or 4 nil or anything that indicates they're on the beach. And here against the Southampton team, they'll look at this opportunity to, to win the game. Alexander Mitrovic is back. He'll be looking to get on the score sheet. And uh, if you can get three points against a weaker opponent, and send them down why not do it and why not finish as high as you can because ultimately I think Fulham will be targeting a top half finish which considering they were among the relegation favourites will be a phenomenal achievement for this team come the end of the season so before we move on to Sunday's games let me tell you guys about Talkify life is full of what ifs so what if you try something new when it comes to dating Talkify is a new way to meet other serious singles. What if they help you find what you're looking for? Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. Talkify is committed to finding you your match and 80% of clients meet their person within the first 12 matches. And right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y.com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. That's talkify.com slash SGPN. I'm going to spell that again for you because it's not spelt the way you think. It's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y.com and then slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. I was, I was assuming how you would spell that. I think you would go T-A-L-K, but it's T-A-W, as I said, Talkify. Um, so moving on to Sunday's games, we start with a game here between Brentford and West Ham, where Brentford are the even money favourites to win it. It's 5-2 on the draw, and it's 11-4 here on the Hammers. Huge look-ahead spot here for West Ham. The job is not done against AZ Alkmaar. Definitely not done. And I think they will look ahead to that spot. Plus, Brentford is a difficult place to go. So I could definitely see Brentford winning this game. Brentford have won eight of their 17 home games this season, but they've only lost twice 
And I think they can do the double over West Ham for the second successive season by winning here on Sunday. West Ham are safe after beating Man United last weekend. They're also going to be focusing on the game against AZ Alkmaar. Expect to see players rested. Don't expect to see the likes of Declan Rice and Ben Rama or maybe even Antonio playing in this game. And therefore, I think Brentford has to be the selection here. I'll take Brentford on the money line. If you shop around, plus money is available. You can get a 21 to 20. You can get an even money plus 100 on Brentford to get it done here in this one, which is actually a London derby. Up next, we look at the other two o'clock kickoff, which has huge implications on both ends of the table. It's Everton host Manchester City. Everton are the eight to one underdogs here. It's 17 to four on the draw and it's two to seven here on Man City. Man City are massively significant favourites here, but this is a huge look ahead spot for them. I think this is a game where Man City could drop points. And uh, I would expect them to rotate players here because I think the Real Madrid game is bigger. If we look at the league table, you will see that Manchester City are in a strong position to win the Premier League this season off the back of them beating Arsenal. They come into this game one point clear at the top of the table. They also have a game in hand. So if they were to drop points here, let's say it's a draw, they move on to 83 points. And Arsenal could overtake them later on in the afternoon by beating Brighton. Yes, that would put more pressure on Manchester City. But where else do you see Manchester City dropping points this season? And would you say that the rest of Manchester City's running is more difficult than Arsenal's? Well, let's have a look at that. You have Everton versus Manchester City. We're saying there's a possibility that they could rotate players and risk dropping points in this game. So let's say that's a draw. Then Manchester City are at home to Chelsea. I don't expect them to drop any points there during uh, playing against this current incarnation of Chelsea. They then travel to Brighton. Yes, that is a difficult game, as is the final game of the season away to Brentford. But ultimately, I do do expect Manchester City to win both of those games. If they do drop points in those games, then it does allow Arsenal a chance. But it's only a sliver of a chance because if Manchester City draw this game against Everton and go two points clear at the top and Arsenal win their game and end up going um, one point clear at the top of the Premier League, Manchester City then only need to draw their game in hand as as opposed to winning it. So if Manchester City draw to Everton and Manchester City also draw to either Brighton or Brentford, let's say they draw to Brighton and beat Brentford on the final day, they still win the league despite being level on points with Arsenal because they have a superior goal difference and it's significant. They're on plus 58 and Arsenal are on plus 54. And that's only if Arsenal also finish with a 100% record between now and the end of the season. Arsenal's game at the weekend is difficult and I think it's made more difficult by the fact that Brighton lost 5-1 in their last game. So they'll certainly be looking to bounce back from that humiliation. After that, Arsenal travelled to a Nottingham Forest team who are trying to survive in the EPL and they finish at home to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Wolverhampton Wanderers are safe, so that should be a convincing win for Arsenal. But there's no guarantee that Arsenal are going to win out. But I think it's pretty much guaranteed that if City do drop points here, against uh, against Everton and if it is a draw they'll still be able to go on and win the title by winning their home game against Chelsea and winning just one of the games against Brentford and Brighton and drawing the others so 
I don't think that they are going to risk putting out a full-strength team here against this Everton side when they're looking ahead to the game against Real Madrid. So I think this could be a case of Manchester City possibly winning the game and then taking their foot off the pedal, or Manchester City not starting players and trying to win the game later. But notoriously, Manchester City have struggled against Everton. Last year, they only beat them by a single goal and drew at home to them at the Etihad. So this is a team that they do struggle against and I think they'll especially struggle against a Sean Dyche Everton coming off a 5-1 win against Brighton. So my main play for this game is going to be to take Everton plus one and a half goals and that is available at the price of 10 to 11. So this cashes if Everton do avoid a defeat here. So if Everton draw a win, you cash this selection. But you can also cash this selection if Everton lose this game, but only by a single goal. Now, this is a team that play Man City tough. Manchester City tend to struggle against Everton for some reason. This is a team who are coming off a 5-1 win. And they're going up against a team here in City who are massively looking ahead to the Real Madrid game. Of course, they're going to want to win, but they don't need to win convincingly. So this could be a case of them taking their foot off the gas, or it could be a case of them not starting players and trying to win the game late on. I think you could be massively aided here by Everton scoring a goal, not just because they scored five goals last time out, but because City have won with both teams scoring in those games in six of their last seven, while Everton have only failed to score in one of their last 10 games at Goodison Park since the World Cup break. So if Everton can score here, that strengthens their position to cover this plus 1.5 Asian handicap as well, because Manchester City would need to score three goals for us to lose this selection. And uh, with Everton desperate to survive and Manchester City looking ahead to Real Madrid and who are able to drop some points, in my opinion, and still win the league. I think this will be the game where they rest people. I think this is an opportunity for Everton to possibly upset Manchester City, but I'm not going to take that high risk. I'm going to play it a little bit safer. I am confident about this play. It's going to be Everton plus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line, which cashes as long as Everton don't lose by two goals or more. And we get that selection at a price of 10 to 11, minus 110 here for this one with Manchester City way too short in my opinion at the price of two to seven here minus 350 for this one up next we look at the Arsenal game we just mentioned they are at home to Brighton this should certainly be an entertaining game a good football match between two teams and play great football Arsenal here are the four or five favorites to win it it's 16 to five on the draw and it's 16 to five also on Brighton I would have preferred Brighton got a good result against Everton in that game or not lost by five goals to one at least because then it would be much easier to take Arsenal in this spot. I do believe Brighton will be more dangerous here and looking for a reaction. But at the end of the day, this is a must-win game for Arsenal. Every single game is. And um, if Everton can do Arsenal a favour, they'll be super motivated here. And even if they don't, Arsenal seems to be more relaxed chasing. Since they fell behind against Manchester City, they've been playing far better and they just look like a more convincing team. It's not easy 
to win away to Newcastle. That was a huge result. Everybody expected Arsenal, I think, to beat Chelsea. I don't know why that was offered up at 4-6 to six minus 150. I made that the lock and that was successful. But um, this is a game that I do expect Arsenal to win. Arsenal have been solid at home. They've won 13 out of 15 home games against sides placed fourth or lower so far this season. While they're up against a Brighton side who have lost eight of their 14 meetings with the top half. So despite the fact it's been a strong season and despite the fact the books have overrated Brighton in some spots, such as um, being the favourites to qualify against Man United in the FA Cup semi-final, they have lost eight of 14 games against teams in the top half. Brighton have also lost four of six games at teams in the top 10 with two of the top three still to play. So... I think the data here is strong for Arsenal. The need for Arsenal is much greater. I believe Arsenal will be able to score enough goals here to outscore Brighton and win the game. Arsenal have scored at least three times in each of the last six games at home, winning five of those matches. The problem for Arsenal this season has been defensive, especially lately. The Gunners have conceded twice as many goals without William Saliba in the side. Uh, without William Saliba in the side and he's out for this game as well. So that could be a problem, but I don't think it's going to be a big enough problem here for Arsenal not to win this game. They've won five of the last six home games in the league, scoring three times in all six. And if they score three goals here, they will win the game and keep the pressure on Man City. I'm going to take Arsenal here on the money line at four to five minus 125 here in this one. The final game is on Monday. It's Leicester at home to Liverpool, where I'll be looking for a favour here from Leicester so that Man United and Newcastle are safely in the top four. Leicester are the 5-1 underdogs to deliver that favour. It's 10-3 on the draw. And Liverpool here are the 4-7 favourites. Can't make a huge case for Leicester other than the fact it's a must-win game. I think the biggest problem for Leicester and the fact that they've got such good players is that they have such good players. Because these good players are going to be playing in different leagues next season anyway. When you look at the likes of uh, Soyonku and Madison and um, and Tielemans, these players are going to be playing in top leagues somewhere else. I don't know what the situation is with Jamie Vardy. Will Jamie Vardy stay loyal to Leicester and play in the championship because it's Leicester? I'm not too sure. But a whole plethora of these players are going to go elsewhere. I think the strongest play for this game would be to take Liverpool to win it and to tack on both teams to score. That's actually a plus money selection at 2-1, to one, plus 200. Leicester have lost 9 of 17 home games this season, including defeats to each of the top four. This Liverpool side have won six in a row, but they've also conceded in 76% of their away games this season. Leicester have seen both teams score in nine of the last 10 and um, I think they will be able to score here in this game. He scored three against Fulham, but they conceded five. I think this is a really, really good... I think there's really good value here on the price at 2-1 two to one plus 200. And that's going to be your selection here for this one. No favours from Leicester. I think Liverpool win this game and continue putting the pressure on both Newcastle and Man United. People are all talking about Man United stepping up like Newcastle are already automatically there. Newcastle are only two points ahead of Man United. So if Newcastle do drop points this weekend against Sam Allardyce's Leeds, which is more difficult than the game Man United play because Man United are at home to Wolves, then suddenly we're level with Newcastle. And I think we have an easier run in between now and the end of the season. So this whole talk about Liverpool catching Man United, I don't think Newcastle are safe. And obviously Liverpool themselves have a lot to do by winning every single game. But I think they'll be able to win this one here. I did not see any fight from Leicester last time out. 
And uh, as I said, the problem may be that when you say they're too good to go down, they might have too many good players. And when you have too many good players, some of these players might not care about going down because they know they're not going to be going down with the ship. So it's a very strange situation. It's a strange kind of logic where you look at this team and say, yeah, they've got loads of good players and, and turn that into a negative. But I think that might be the case here when you're looking at Leicester City, as I can name at least five players who definitely won't be there season, out next season and won't be playing championship football if Leicester do go down to that division. Closing out with your lock on the show. This is a difficult one because there's actually a lot of locks, a lot of plays I like. And if you want to get all of my official plays, head over to lockbetting.com. We are on a very strong run there at the moment. We are looking for 120 months of profit this month, which would be a phenomenal achievement. It'll mean we are undefeated for 10 years without a single losing month in sports betting. And we've had a strong start to the month, primarily down to what we've done in soccer. So we are on a hot run and we're going to be putting out plays on the card again this weekend. So uh, whatever doesn't make it as the lock here will be on that card. But um, the play I've gone for here is Arsenal on the money line. Was tempted by Everton, but if that goes wrong, you have the capacity to look very, very silly if Manchester City come out of the blocks and are 2-0 up within 10 minutes and then you're like, oh my God, why did I do that? You can't really do that here about Arsenal. Yes, Brighton are a good side. But um, I've done quite well so far this season fading Brighton where they've been given too much respect. I faded them in the FA Cup final. I faded them away to Tottenham. And uh, they've been a successful fade for me so far this season. And again here, I think Arsenal shouldn't be at 4-5, to five, minus 125. Arsenal are very, very good at beating teams below them. They've been very, very good at that for years. Even when they weren't qualifying for the Champions League regularly or, or challenging for the EPL title, they were able to beat teams below them in the table. And I don't think anything's going to change here this weekend. Arsenal have won 13 of 15 games against teams outside of the top four. And I think Brighton will be another victim of that this weekend. The need for Arsenal is greater. And despite the fact I am a little concerned because Brighton just lost 5-1 and they'll be desperate to bounce back. I think the data here tells you that Arsenal should win this game. Brighton have lost eight of their 14 meetings with the top half and they've lost four of the lot, four of six games to teams in the top 10. Arsenal is your lock here at home at the price of four to five minus 125 here in this one. That's it for me. Don't forget to check out all of my additional content. The usual shows will be available. Better MFC will be available early, be available at the same time as this show because Manchester United play on Saturday. You have Scamessa Italia, of course. The race for the top four in Italy is crazy and uh, that could go any which way. So make sure you check out Scamessa Italia. And then you have a bonus show as well where I'll be looking at the Bundesliga title race. What has happened to Bayern Munich since Thomas Tuchel took over? And will they hold on and win the league? Or will they be picked by Borussia Dortmund, who can't seem to win away from home? Their away record is their problem. And that seems to be costing them at the moment. Both of these teams seem to be handing it back to each other. It's a fascinating title race. And we will examine it on the bonus show, looking at the running between now and the end of the season. We'll also have an edition of the Fight Show this weekend as well because KSI, that YouTube boxer, is returning to the ring looking to get a victory over Joe Fournier. He is a huge favourite to pick up that win, which could lead to a fight against Tommy Fury, could lead to a fight against Jake Paul. Jake Paul, of course, steps back into the ring in August. 
He's going to be going up against Nate Diaz. We'll look at the early lines for that. And we'll also touch on the UFC card as well. So make sure you check out that bonus edition of the fight show. And finally, in midweek, once again, we will be back with the Champions League show on Monday and then on Wednesday, we'll be dropping that Europa League, Europa Conference League show as well as West Ham look to get themselves into a European final. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.